ain't letting no grass grow under my feet. Moving and grooving every day of the week. If you're scared, go to church. Don't be weak. This fucking world is getting worse. Time to get the hell out of Dodge. Nowhere left to go but up, up, up and away. Go forward. Be unapologetic. Unapologetic. Welcome to Unapologetic. Season 2, Episode 3, Traveling Pants. Shout out to my girl, Danielle Desir, over at The Thought Card Podcast, for inspiring me to always live my best financially savvy traveler's life. I love to travel. My grandma traveled the world when she was working for the post office and eventually passed the torch down to my mom. I went on my first trip when I was about 16. I traveled to New York City in the summer to train with Broadway professionals at Open Jar Institute. I was scared as fuck to get on that plane, but when I landed in the Big Apple, I was completely starstruck. Since then, my little ass stays on the go. I try to take at least three trips a year. Four I'm finding out is a little too much, and I always try to go to new states or countries each time I travel. There are tons of people who feel like traveling in your 20s is unnecessary and that people only do it to take pictures for the gram. But I truly believe that if you have the opportunity to travel, you need to do it. I understand responsibility with work, bills, and maybe even children. But life is not about stagnancy. Life is about new experiences. Life is about seeing new sights, meeting new people, Yeah, you can do that here, but it's nothing like breathing in that new, fresh air. In this episode, I'm going to learn you something about how to budget and some overall helpful tips when traveling. So get your suitcase out, print your boarding pass, and put your traveling pants on because it's time to take flight on the Juicy J Express. Before you go anywhere, a budget analysis needs to be done. You need to assess what you can and cannot do, and ultimately what you can and cannot pay for. I like to plan trips at least four to five months in advance. That way I have room for error, rescheduling, and time to save up as much money as I can. After you've done that, you gotta book your flight. I found my own little tricks in booking flights that don't include giving a nigga $75 after he booked your shit with his Bitcoin account. The first thing to do is use an in-private browser. I found out that airlines and booking agencies use the personal information that may be stored on our computers to track how many times we visit a site and relate the prices we see to our own individual incomes and addresses. Now, this is a theory that has been tested several times with several different outcomes, but in my own personal use, I found that every dollar counts, and it definitely has its advantages. I've also learned to stray away from booking with the popular sites 
like Expedia and Priceline. Even that Google flight shit is some bullshit. There are a million and one websites that you can book flights on. And just because a motherfucker got a commercial don't mean they're the best. Last year for Christmas, my mom and I flew to California to visit my brother and his wife. And I later flew from California to New York City to spend New Year's with my friends. I had been searching high and low for the best possible deal. Cause that coast to coast shit ain't no joke. After hours and hours of clicking, typing, closing browsers and reopening them, I found a small travel agency that didn't have all the bells and whistles that the more popular sites had, but was accredited and had some good ass deals. I found a one-way flight from Cali to New York for $250 and a one-way ticket from New York back to Chicago for only $100. Altogether, a trip that would have easily cost me $600 booked for only $350. Oh, and these were not spirit flights either. Since then, I started off on my smaller sites first, then worked my way around to see what else was out there. Once the flights are taken care of, now you gotta find somewhere to stay. I've always chosen Airbnbs over hotels, but honestly, this depends heavily on what kind of traveler you are. Airbnbs are usually not super close to the city's main attractions and therefore require you to rent a car or Uber everywhere. Hotels are more expensive, but closer to the action and sometimes include free breakfast. I usually rock with Airbnbs because I'm a pothead and I don't like standing outside my hotel smoking weed. Airbnbs are not, Airbnbs are a lot more private and treat you like you're an out of town guest instead of a resident. Hotel security is another story too. Just recently when I was in New York with my friends, my homie and I were accused by the hotel security of smoking weed in our room. Even though they saw us repeatedly go outside in the freezing fucking cold to smoke. And of course they sent a black nigga up to the room who was just so sure he would find something that indicated we had been smoking. Checking the garbage cans for blunt guts, checking the shower for ashes. This nigga even said to me, what's that in the corner? That looks like a cloud. Like what? Nigga, we smoke loud. If there was any kind of cloud or smells and weed in here, if there were any kind of clouds or smells of weed in here, you would be able to smell that shit outside the door. Then, once I called him out for picking on us young black folks, he gonna say, no nah, sister, don't say that. Man, I slammed the door in his face so fast, and after that, I gave they ass all the shade whenever I went downstairs. So, <laughs> going back to your budget, you need to be able to assess whether or not you can Uber wherever you want to go, if need be. Or if it means that much more to you to be directly on the scene. After the flights have been booked and the cribs have been chosen, it's time to rack up that bank account with spending money. A comfortable traveling budget for me is $800. But this is super specific to where you're going. I can go to New Orleans with $800 and have a blast and still do all the touristy shit because drinks and food are cheap and it's very easy to get around. But when I went to Vegas, I took over $1,000. 
That was more than enough to gamble, go shopping, get drunk off my ass, and eat. I even hit at the casino for $25. Right before my drunk ass lost my license and debit card. I promise y'all, I don't even remember getting on that flight or nothing. Like, I woke up in my bed at home, confused as fuck. It's safe to say, my ass won't be back in Vegas for a while. (laughs) The last step on the list is to pack those motherfucking bags and get ready to go. But there are a few small housekeeping things you can do in order to make sure you have the best possible trip ever. Because that's what it's all about in the end. After all the headaches of booking flights, calling off from work, saving money, and paying bills off, the last thing you want to do is get into some bullshit when you land. And with these helpful hints, you'll be sure to stay turned and stay safe. First tip is to always use the buddy system. This is not negotiable. I don't give a fuck if you think you met your husband on the beach and you ready to go up to his room and see what's to him. At least have a friend waiting for you in the lobby. We have all seen those sex trafficking documentaries and they always start out with some bitch meeting some nigga thinking he's trustworthy and then going to some secluded location with him. In the words of Iyanla Van Zandt, not on my watch. My friends always call me the security guard of the group cause I don't play that shit. Safety is first, period. I got people to see and shit to do when I go back home. And I can't do shit if I never catch that flight. I understand we all grown and we are all somewhat aware of our surroundings. But baby, we sticking the fuck together whether you like it or not. You going to do his Dino? I'll be downstairs waiting. You going to dinner with a nigga? Drop that location and I'm going to a bar walking distance away. Call me what you want, but I bet we all make it back home safe and sound. The second tip is really a suggestion, since I've already mentioned it previously. But have your transportation already figured out before you get there? Although some states have full functioning transit systems, I promise you are not going to want to be in some brand new state, lost as fuck with a map, trying to remember street names and shit. Uber can be pricey, but it's a necessary evil. Also, if you can, rent a car. It's a fun way to sightsee and learn more about where you're visiting. And even though you'll have to worry about gas and parking, those are very minimal worries in your vacation stress. Last but not least, please use itineraries. I'm not saying type no shit out and pass them all around, but you and your squad gonna waste a lot of time arguing about what y'all wanna do instead of actually doing it. Plan ahead. Figure out what the hotspots are and go to them. Don't wait till the last minute to try to plan shit, cause it's always one bitch that's hungry, one bitch that's horny, and one bitch that just wanna sleep the whole trip away. Know what you doing before you doing it, and never forget, to be aware is to be alive. One of my favorite traveler quotes is by one of the world's greatest chefs, Anthony Bourdain, may he rest in peace. He said, travel isn't always pretty. It isn't always comfortable. Sometimes it hurts. It even breaks your heart, but that's okay. The journey changes you. It should change you. It leaves marks on your memory, 
on your conscience, on your heart, and on your body. You take something with you. Hopefully, you leave something good behind. In so many words, traveling is one of life's greatest gifts. There's no age limit or age bracket to start or finish. Live your life and live it up to the fullest. We're all on borrowed time, so we might as well use it wisely. Episode 4, Mommy Issues, Daddy Issues, will be debuting February 24th. You heard me, February 24th at 10 a.m. Same time, same place. And make sure you wish me a happy motherfucking birthday this Wednesday, man. A real nigga turning 24 years old. I'm tired of getting old. (laughs) The older I get, the more I want to be a kid again. But life just keeps on going. (laughs) I am your host, GCJ, and you already know what the fuck going on.